welcome. You're listening to the Empath Intuitive Heart Driven Podcast with Megan Jean. Here we explore the realm of energy, intuition, and feelings. We learn how to navigate our path, feel empowered to be who we are, expand our intuition, and connect peacefully to our purpose. If you've ever been called sensitive, if you've ever struggled with the fact that you don't do normal, or you're craving the support to tap into your soul and step out into the world as your true self, then this healing and expansive podcast is for you. Welcome, 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 Megan Jean here. I cannot contain my excitement. I just cannot. As you know, I love having guests on the podcast. It is so amazing to pick the brains of these phenomenal guests that we've been lucky enough to have over these last couple of episodes and in the history of the podcast. But today we have the amazing June Mack. And I promise you, this is such a cool conversation back and forth about all things spirituality, of course, intuition, tapping into your gifts. I mean, June... She is amazing when it comes to these things, and I will explain. But I knew before interviewing June, I wanted to know all about spirit guides. She's got this unique way in her readings, in her teachings of delivering the information about spirit guides, which I didn't even realize up until she mentioned it in the podcast today. She hasn't gone off and gotten formal training, learning about spirit guides. Her perspective is literally through her own experiences. And I really honor that, that sometimes we have inner knowings, these things that come up and to our detriment, maybe we go off, we experience other people's opinions, we do courses. Hey, I'm all for that. But sometimes we need to trust what is within us to make decisions and understand the world, whatever world that is, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, through our own lenses. Then and only then with that base of information, are we able to build upon that knowing in our bodies what feels right, what doesn't. So, so many good topics covered today. I will formally introduce the amazing June Mack, psychic, intuitive energy healer, and clairvoyant. June's passion is lighting the way for others on their own spiritual journey and evolution. Her readings and sessions gift her clients a unique connection with their own spirit and astral guide team, as well as remembering of their soul's essence and the magic they agreed to create this time around on Earth. Her life's work also includes creating spiritual development programs, 
workshops, masterclasses, and one-to-one psychic development mentoring. June Mac is the gateway for many to enter the magical world of spirituality. She's a big believer in the fact that you can be spiritual and continue to be down to earth. Honestly, you can continue to be you. So, here she is. Here we are. Stay tuned. We've got such a good episode in store for you. Today's episode of the Empath Intuitive Heart Driven Podcast is brought to you by Celestial, my one-to-one container for deeply held support and big energetic shifts. Celestial is a four-week program of readings and divine downloads in a two-way chat. This is a top-shelf level of support as we work closely one-to-one together for the month, uncovering patterns, clearing energy, and ascending towards the desires of your heart. You'll receive a weekly card reading for four weeks, the opportunity to receive guidance on call, simply ask, and it's a container to express your blocks, desires, or whatever is on your heart at any time of day. This is where we're able to shine light on blocks, desires, and patterns, so you clearly feel where your next steps can take you. A miniature version of Celestial is my one-week container called Cosmic. You'll receive a card reading to begin, delivered in the app Voxer, a direct line to the divine with a week of one-to-one mentoring and support, and again, the ability to clear blocks, reveal heart-led desires, release patterns, so you're ready to step up and face the next level version of yourself. Head to meganjean.com forward slash celestial where you can view all the details, book your first 15-minute initial catch-up on Zoom, or direct message me on social media where we can have a chat and I can send you the links to start this truly transformational journey. Are you ready to spend time immersed in clarity and growth? Let's raise your vibe into the cosmic or the celestial with Megan Jean. Hello, everyone. Oh, my goodness. What an episode we have in store. Welcome, as we've just learned all about the amazing June Mac. How are you, girl? How are you? So good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Yay. Oh, my goodness. Well, we've got lots and lots to talk about, I'm sure. I am really keen to pick your brain on a few different topics. For everyone that has never met June Mac before, I always, I guess, start with this question, but, you know, tell us, tell us everything. How did you come to this point right now? What has been your journey to just being this amazing 
well, I can't even describe you in a few words, spiritual, <laughs> psychic, um, medium, all these things. What's going on? Oh, thank you. It's a big story, but I'll try to sum it up as best as possible. Um, I guess you could say I've kind of always been, um, you know, intuitive, um, dabbled in and out of spirituality. Sorry, my dog just decided to walk in. <laughs> That's fine. Um, so like since I was a kid, I always had dreams and things. Um that would, you know, that I would dream about something and then it would eventuate and actually become true. Um, had people that were passed over, like visit me in my dreams or I'd see things and it kind of got like shut down as a kid a little bit. Uh, not like, you know, in a mean way, just like, you know, that's your imaginary friend. Um, <laughs> quick, we better have another child because there's something wrong with our child who's imagining other people. <laughs> Um, that's why my sister was born and yeah so I as I was growing up I kind of used to just like you know loved all the you know what's his name uh, John Edwards all those tv shows and and dabbled in and out like I had I got my first like deck of cards when I was um like oracle cards when I was like 17 18 so I'm like 36 so that was quite a while ago and sort of went to psychic shows and all that type of thing, but never really ever thought that I would actually end up doing it um, for a living. Like you could not, I could not fathom in my wildest dreams. I would have never thought this is something I'd actually end up doing. Went to psychics from quite an early age on. Just is very that? open. Um, I think I had my first reading when I was about 22, maybe 21. Um, and come to 2020, so we're fast forwarding <laughs> a little way. I, you know, everyone was forced to shut down. So we all kind of, me and my husband, we both had our own small businesses. So we were just like so busy, crazy, like nonstop um, working. It didn't have, you know, any time to go within or any of that stuff. I hadn't even thought about it. And we were all forced to do that in 2020. And that's when everything intensified <laughs> a lot. So I um, was waking up in the middle of the night, you know, with spirit standing next to my bed or seeing um, clairvoyant images, but actually with my own eyes. You know, when you're in between asleep and awake uh, is when it's stronger. So that's when we're vibing pretty high, our analytical brain is turned off. So I was being shown a lot of different things, just like symbols, um, and I didn't know what they meant. Like I might see a feather <laughs> floating down and I'd literally open and close my eyes. Like, is that actually there? It's not going away. I can still see it. Um, moths, like, like I was, am I going insane? <laughs> like, actually, am I going crazy? Just different things, sometimes figures or outlines. And it sort of got to the point where now that I think back on it, I feel like it was them going, okay, time to start your work, you know, time to wake this up. Um, and they were like calling me or conjuring me in type things. So <laughs> I didn't know how to control it, which happens to a lot of intuitives, um, you know, empaths, sensitives, uh, psychics. Uh, I was getting information, didn't know what to do with it, seeing things, didn't know what to do with it, how to turn it on and off, um, and finally got my act into gear and did my first intuitive workshop in 2020 and pretty much haven't stopped since then. <laughs> just one thing after another, just trying to rein it in. And it was actually so much easier than you think it's going to be, which you would probably know as well in terms of being able to control it and setting boundaries. So started working in it um, when I felt like I was ready. And it's been the best thing that I've ever done in my entire life. 
Um, so that's it. That's long story short. Oh, well, you know, that I think you kept it pretty concise. I can definitely talk. That's for sure. I want to know, like, what is your take on that though, June? Because I obviously experienced a similar thing where this activation happened, you know, with COVID lockdowns and everything. We both, yeah. both of us are from Melbourne in Victoria and Australia, and that's obviously... Are, yeah. we, are we still like the the title of the most locked down city in the world? Or Probably. Something? Oh my god! But what's your take on that? Because it just maybe it's the circles we're in. I don't know, but it feels like a lot of people have been activating that time, and it's not necessarily just because everyone became psychic, but just people mm-hmm. to sort of follow their dream and their work in the world and and help people you know what what do you reckon happened with this whole lockdown so I this is just my interpretation of it and I don't mean to like if anyone else thinks differently yeah. <laughs> just take what you can want from it and throw away the rest but my interpretation because this is something that comes through and this is what I get from my spirit guides because this is something that comes through in reading so often for other people like me and you that were activated around the same time which I actually haven't done much research into it besides from what comes through in my readings have you heard of the term the whole new earth thing um maybe something along those lines but please do explain (laughs) so i'm pretty sure it's referred to by other woo woo people as you know the new earth and that is because a lot of people believe that um you know the whole pandemic thing um, needed to happen because the vibration of the earth had become so low mm-hmm. and it forced a lot of people to go within and then allow their activations to happen and so many people were awakened in this time and there's this thing that they keep bringing up in my readings called like the new earth which is like where they're trying to raise there's many people being activated so that the vibration of the earth is raising and then these people are helping other people to also awaken and raise other people's vibes so it's like this big ripple effect and that's kind of how they show it to me in in my readings like all these people just being lit up and it's spreading around everywhere so it's pretty cool and a lot of people who haven't yet stepped into the spiritual um work but i believe are supposed to a lot of the time their guides will be like, no, you are to be part of this, you know, new earth. So um, it's pretty cool. It's pretty amazing, I think. But that's just my interpretation. (laughs) You know, it's funny though. And I think everyone, you know, listening to that, you know, you'll take what you will from it. But to me, that just feels like, of course, you know, it's and, and that's how you kind of like, it's almost like living it before or something. You don't really know why, but it's just like that resonates. But yeah, yeah. and not saying that it wasn't really hard because, like you said, we're from Melbourne, it was <laughs> hard. But there was also been so much good that's come out of um, you know that hard that hard time. Yeah. And I definitely believe that I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing if that hadn't have happened. So yeah. I'd still be running completely off my feet, like going crazy. Uh, yeah, working long hours, and I don't know why. I, I, when I stopped, I was like, "Why? Why am I? Do- why was I doing? Why was I doing that?" You know. Um, yeah. So I think a lot of people sort of came to the similar realization. That's it. A just big collective like moment to shut down, and then like it, it almost makes you realize that meditation and stuff like that. As much as many people will resist something like that and go, "I don't have time," and I can't get my mind to be quiet, it's almost like simulating that experience 
that we're all forced yeah. into. To yes. Be then, oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's true. You know, anyone that would tell you that meditation is, I've got everything resisting against it. It's like, but you seriously will get the best guidance and just even a sense of knowing of what to do next. We just work so fast, hard. No one slows down. I don't know about you, but I always find if I'm on the couch relaxing of a nighttime, no, I'm playing a game on my phone. Or, yeah. You know, like- yeah. And you, you look for something, you look for something to do, but it's funny because um, my guides always say like, you will get so much more done if you just take 10 minutes of being quiet than trying to force yourself through work for 10 minutes and be like, okay. And then I'll sit there for 10 minutes. And um, if something that I've been stressing on all of a sudden, it's like, this is how you're supposed to do it. Like bang, bang, bang. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Thank you. Yep. You're right. I actually did get more from that 10 minutes of being quiet than you know, trying to force myself through something. So my Bloom um, membership, actually, the artwork came to me while I shut up and just like had a little meditation because I was actually staring at the canvas screen for like 30 minutes prior. <laughs> just like, well, I'll help you out with this if that's you just close your eyes for a minute. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Always like, yeah, that's that's what they say, isn't it? Like, in the shower <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably because exactly. that's the only time in this day and age where we actually get a chance to not have yeah. a screen or a phone or a, what I mean I'm one of those people like damn it I can't listen to my podcast in the shower I don't have one of those little speakers but it's like good just yeah. keep the shower that one sacred space yeah. happens to people all the time driving in the car like going for a walk that's why I always tell people go for a walk like go outside but without sometimes without having your music on because that helps for stuff to come in but yeah in the shower I actually yeah it showers a big place for a lot of people I think <laughs> that's so funny you know what on the topic of that then June I mean, you have already run some um, spiritual development, like psychic development, very early stages type of psychic development type workshops, which I know, I, I knew a few of the people that engaged in even those workshops, um, not even having any thought that, oh, I'm going to be a psychic or make a career out of it. But um yeah, like as we've been speaking about raising our vibration and bringing in these types of skills and knowledge to help us as human beings, I know for a fact there were some people in there that actually like activated and are now <laughs> bloody mediums. Oh my yeah. God, this is crazy. But so you obviously have this skill to be able to work with people at that real beginning phase and beyond, of course. <laughs> Tell us a bit about that. Like, what is it that we can do to open ourselves up? I mean, you were just talking a bit about going for a walk and all of those types of things. Yeah. That's probably a very broad question. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, I was like, where do full, I start? Full courses on it and stuff. But <laughs> what would the average person who's kind of feeling like, I think I want to do this, but what the hell? What have you got to say for that? Like, oh. Oh, so, I mean, like, firstly, that wasn't the intention with the program. Um, the intention was just because people were asking, like, I want to get started. Like, where do I where do I begin? And um, there was just a few broad areas that so many people asked about, like crystals, um, you know, like meditation, spirit guides, um, all that type of stuff. Like, where do I even start? And so I made that program just with that intention as like a starter's pack, <laughs> you know, like your spirituality one-on-one. Um, and yes, there were, so there's been currently one psychic medium, um, no, 
three psychic mediums and two people who are now uh, card readers from that program. Uh, and it's just really the main thing I would say is not to overcomplicate it and to approach it from a fun angle, because when we think too far in it, we overanalyze things and it stops being fun is when it kind of shuts down. Yeah. So I find for me, spirituality is my passion and I find it fun. Like I know you're the same playing with cards, playing with crystals, oils, all that type of stuff. Like it just lights me up and I just, I love it so much. And when I put that pressure on myself, is when I don't, you know, do the best, as you would know, don't do the best readings or whatever. So I just, that matter of just trusting and believing, and that's um, probably the number one thing is the trust (laughs) that things are actually happening. But there's lots of things like the smallest things you can do to connect. Like, you know, if you want to start connecting with your spirit guides is one, tell them or ask them that people don't realize we have free will. So they're not going to come in, you know, usually, not usually try and start giving you things um unless you you know tell them that you're that you're keen you're keen for that so you can say you know i want to make a connection with you spirit guides give me a sign within the next couple of days that you're actually there because some people need the signs and the crazy stories that i've heard from this things can follow um asking them for help with things uh you'll you know you might need a help with an answer and then you ask them and then you might wake up the next day and all of a sudden it's there you know what to do um sometimes it takes them a couple of days but give it time i feel like it always works and just the things that i mentioned before probably the number one thing and i know it's not everybody's vibe is the meditation and you don't have to sit there for like two hours i know a lot of people that do that i am always i probably wouldn't go any further than 20 minutes <laughs> like a 10 minute or at a time i just fit it in when i can you know i've got two little kids so um and it doesn't mean that that those 10 minutes the connection isn't like very strong and then obviously in my readings when I'm doing readings that's probably like the time that I have really I try to get in 10 minutes a day probably at least four times a week and for me that's kind of it and then obviously journaling automatic writing um is where I first discovered my my abilities really um was automatic writing so for anyone that doesn't know what that is that's sort of where you would get yourself into a meditative state and then start writing and just um, let come out what wants to come out and then you might find little messages in there, you know, later on. Yeah, I, like a Harry Potter fan here, so I'm always like, automatic writing is just like Tom Riddle's book. But <laughs> but in that case, yeah. in the movie, Harry's writing in it and the book writes back to him, but it's <laughs> more like you're the one that then writes back to yourself, which is um, so cool. Oh, my gosh, the stuff that comes through with automatic writing Sometimes you don't, like you think at the time it's not anything. You're like, yeah. this is like this is nothing. But I've literally had moments where I have to Google the words that I'm writing because I don't even know. I like, yeah, it's, it's so yeah. weird. And then I think with automatic writing too, it's good to maybe put it away and come back and read it a little bit later, like in a few weeks. And then you'll just be like, okay, that. That was not me at oh, all. Absolutely. I've gone back to some of my automatic writing. Like literally my, my, I might be having a crap day and my guides will be like, go back to your last journal or whatever and have a look. And I'll find this thing that I wrote, which is like, these are the things that you will be doing one day. Um, and everything has, you know, come true. And at the time that I wrote them out, it was like, I, I wouldn't even have the knowledge around what those things were. It's just crazy. Um, oh. 
what is intuitive energetic healing? Like I didn't even know at the time and I'd written it down. So I totally, oh, yeah. Totally the funny thing, like, yeah, me Googling Enchilon or something. I'm like, what, what, the, what the hell Echelon? I don't even, I can't even bloody pronounce it, but I'm like, okay, I wrote it. So it's come from somewhere. Oh my God, that's so funny. Um, yeah, so just then we were talking and you were saying about, um, you know, making it fun and doing things your way. And I mean, if I think June Mack, I think of someone who can really, you know, see spirit guides, um, like in your readings. And I've had a reading with June before. It's just amazing talking about spirit guides. And I know that we've spoken about this before where you say, you, you know, you're not someone that really wants to look too much into it. This is really stuff that you have learned yourself rather than do tons and tons of research and tons of courses or whatever Mm -hmm. but spirit guides this is what I've been rubbing my hands together to talk about with you in your readings I I mean I I think when people have readings it it sort of becomes a bit of a blur because you're just like oh my god this is so good but can you riff a bit about spirit guides I mean oh gosh what is the deal you are just yeah yeah, I want to know. Wouldn't even know where to begin. To but definitely, um, I always say spirit guides are my vibe because they're the thing that I get really excited about. And it was one of the easiest parts or the first parts of spirituality that um, I found uh, easy to connect with. And I really jumped off a, um, off a cliff <laughs> at the beginning and it was just like you know what I'm just going to try reading people and I'm just going to try reading people I'm just going to say don't expect anything I'm just going to try and read you I'm you know just want to see if I can do it mm-hmm. and because I was getting the nudge like you know go and go and try this and uh I did it through via audio first because I was too embarrassed to do them face to face and the first thing that I noticed was um st- straight away I could see an animal, you know, which I would presume was their spirit guide, or I would see, um, you know, someone from another country or even, you know, even in my earliest readings, galactic beings were coming through, um, goddesses and all different types of spirit guides, which when mentioned then to the person, it would complete, they would completely resonate with what that was. So without me realizing, so I'm seeing a stag, you know, there's a stag there and it's got um, this big light, you know, glowing from the middle of where its third eye would be. And the person would be like, actually, you're a Harry Potter fan. So, you know, you're probably like vibing that. But (laughs) yeah, I've seen that before, you know, and I actually have a special gift. I work with animals and, you know, I feel like I have this calming presence over animals. And this is exactly what the vibe that this, you know, stag or moose or whatever (laughs) was like bringing through. And I remember at the time just thinking, when it was happening this is so extra this is so outrageous as if this is actually even happening but I'm like something just really wants to say it the person can't see me they're not paying anything for these first readings so I'm just gonna get it out and then I started realizing okay so I would see someone in like an outfit that I would describe it didn't make any sense to me and then that person would be like okay that is from an era that I actually know that I have connections with that time or past lives from this era that's a babylon outfit and they'd send me like a picture and it's like exactly the clothes that i described and i never even knew 
So I was like, this has to be real because I don't know about where is Babylon? Like, what's Babylon? Uh, Wasn't that a TV show? (laughs) I don't know. I actually still haven't done research on it. But um, I was seeing like people in, you know, a gypsy and they'd be wearing this hat. And then we'd, I'd Google the hat and it'd be like the hats that gypsy, you know, gypsies wore and just the research that was happening afterwards. But it, the, the guides always make sense to the person and what the person needs. So if you're not someone who's intergalactic beings, I'm not going to see one for you because that's going to freak you out, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I generally find people that are very new to spirituality, usually the guides that come through to them would might be a passed over loved one sometimes or uh, just someone in like human form who's like, hey, <laughs> Um, I am a male who's, you know, you're really looking for love right now, but I'm going to give you that, that energy of love that you need because you're not ready to, to meet Mr. Right just yet. But I'm going to give you, you know, I'll be your boy for you. Like, you know, from the spirit world, ah. <laughs> I've had those a couple of times and I am like all that you need. Um, yeah. So that's how it sort of began, but I would see around about. I usually would see one or two, occasionally two, but usually the guy that I would see would be the one that is most needed at that particular time. And they would bring across energy and the messages of what it is that you're going through in your life and what you need guidance with. But as far as my knowledge goes, I know there's usually between five to eight different spirit guides that we have at once. Um, and that's just a rough number. Uh, obviously it depends on what you're going through in your life and how many, sometimes how many past lives you've had. If you've had a lot more, there's generally more. Yes. So that's just a tip. (laughs) I don't know know how far you want me to go into it. Oh my goodness. That is crazy. That's how it first started. So that's my first experiences. I'd have learned a fair bit more, um, going along now, but I don't want to be here for like three hours. Oh no, I'm sure everyone's <laughs> actually, like, no, tell, tell us more, tell us more. <laughs> Mine's being here for three hours actually, but I just don't think you, <laughs> I could talk about this for three hours easily. Oh, wow. That's, that's amazing. And I mean, you almost need to do a little bit of a history degree just to know where to place these beings that are coming oh, into being. Yeah. I've actually learned a lot through, um, just, you know, specific guides that have come through. Well, I also, um, see past lives, you know, in some people's readings if it's needed. Yeah. So I've learned a lot about different eras because I'll go and research it after and be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe, you know, how this makes sense or how it fits in or how accurate this was. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So you talk about when it's like it's needed and, and like we've obviously got all these guides. So do you believe is this from what you've experienced, like our guides are playing a different role or have we just got this team or like, you know, it, it, do we only have one or, you know, what's going on? How many are around? What's going so, on? As far as I this is what I've um, experienced. I know that there's usually a master guide, yeah. which we've had from birth <laughs> until the end. And that is like um, your master guide, you might, you know, their voice might seem familiar if you were to connect with them or you, they're very like a familiar being because mm. you've had that person is of oh, that spirit has been there from birth. Um, you also have your gatekeeper, who's like your protector, mm. um, your protector guide. So generally, if you're in a situation you need to get out of quick, you know, you know, have you ever been to like a party or something and you're like, oh, I feel like I got to go. Usually that main feeling is from your um, 
gatekeeper like obviously from your other guides to saying get out and then you leave and then like a big fight goes down or something. like has it ever happened to you like you know those types of things I think more being an introvert and a um, empath it's more like can we just get out of here oh. anyways <laughs> I'd much rather be in my my um Udi at home and uh you know oh. watching TV to be honest. <laughs> you didn't need your gatekeeper to come and tell you to get out here. <laughs> maybe they were maybe they're around all the time just going, ah, let's get yeah. out of here. <laughs> um and then so the other few guides generally um move in and out. Uh we could have one for say two months when we're starting a new job and they're here to just like help us ease in. Um, or we could have one that is like, hey, I'm going to help you with your mediumship work. So they might hang around for a really long time. And there's not really any saying as to how long which particular one might stay in just for as long as you need them. So they do change around. And some people that um, I have read for regularly um, before I even say it, so say the first guide that I, I see for them was like, I've had like an Aboriginal um, little boy before for somebody. Mm. Um, and she actually felt him um, leave and go when she'd finished this big stage in her life. And mm. she knew that, but I did, it did come up in her reading, but she already felt that. So she just was like, I knew that that happened. I felt him go. Um, she was like, I was a bit sad, but, um, you know, then she had somebody else step in, but he was just there to help her with this, like, um, it was like a beginning of a new business, mm. which I won't say what it was. Cause then we'll know who it is, <laughs> <laughs> but that happens. Yeah. A lot too. Wow. Yeah. It's, Actually, like, if we've got all these guides here to help us, but we don't know. I, I mean, sometimes people feel this pressure to know who their guides are and, and names and stuff. What yeah. do you reckon about that? Because, you know, like, you need to know. I was at a psychic expo on the weekend just, yeah. just to peruse around, but my husband was there killing my vibe. So I was like, oh, okay, let's go. Like, I'm like, I can't just have him sitting there while I'm having a reading or something. And um, I saw someone, like, drawing spirit oh, guides. Yeah. I've heard of that before. I saw it. It was spectacular. But do we need to actually know who they are is it helpful I would say we don't need to know and a lot of people get really hung up it's actually amazing to know um I feel like we don't have to know I I don't think I've actually I've had a name once for one of my own spirit guides one time every other time I don't have names because they are spirit I actually feel like they don't really care uh, they don't care. They don't care for names. Names is like a human thing, right? We need to put a name on something. But we can, if you start thinking, you know, I'm going to call you John, like they will be John. You'll be like, hey, I need John to come in now. <laughs> and they'll be John for you. Like they they don't really, it doesn't mean anything for them. Um, you don't, a lot of people get caught up on, you know, like people who I mentor, like I need to see my, I need to see them to know that they're there. But for everybody, you know, the psychic sense of seeing or um, clairvoyance is not necessarily their strongest um, psychic sense. And they may never see them, but their guides are just like, as long as you know and you feel that we are here, that's really the main, you know, that's really the main priority. Um, And, yeah, knowing and feeling that they're there and making that connection because making that connection just, I mean, by spending time with them with the meditation or calling them in, um, that really helps just in terms of 
making your life so much more abundant because when you do connect with them and make the time, it sounds really strange, but to bond with them yeah. is when sometimes you feel like nothing much is happening. Sometimes when I'm meditating, I might just, you know, like nothing profound. It might just be like colors or, um, you know, some weird shapes that fly in and out. And I was like, mm, great. It was just 12 minutes. Out. I just <laughs> Psychedelic. You know, nothing much, but Every time you do that, it's developing your intuition or your, you know, psychic abilities a little bit more and you don't actually realize. And that is definitely the thing that would be to move you forward faster in life Mm -hmm. in a good way is that bonding time because then you'll know the feelings and things to follow when you are supposed to be following your intuition. Not saying that I know what is the right decision to make all the time because I'm still human. My head Mm -hmm. still gets in the way and completely stuffs things up, you know, sometimes. And that's where I will go to Megan and get like a (laughs) little clarity (laughs) reading. Because sometimes you have these intuitive hits, but you just need somebody else to actually yeah. confirm it for you. So psychics still see psychics. <laughs> well, look, my mum actually, you know, I, I could see her eye twitching as we were sort of going into a little bit about what I've been doing lately and oh, no. my, my very Catholic and very not <laughs> not open mother. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was sort of the the same thing of, you know, what the, you know, can, can you read yourself, she said, and I go, well, yeah, but, you know, it's like literally being told something by your mum. You're like, nah, you don't know nothing. I, You know, hear it off someone else and you're like, ah, cool. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The confirmation from somebody else. And sometimes you don't want to believe what you're hearing. Sometimes you're like, get off your ass, you know, like (laughs) you need to move faster. What are you doing? You're procrastinating. And you're like, no, 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 (laughs) no. It's fine. I'm fine. It is so easy. Anyone that's listening right now, if you do dabble in some guidance, if you pull cards for yourself and all that, I even find that, you know, and I find that in my readings too, you'd probably relate, June, where yes, we want to know what's going on, but hey, that next step is you've actually got to take the leap or do the thing or whatever it is. And that is... um, that's the thing that maybe sends you back going, maybe I just need a little bit more guidance. Maybe I need to hear yeah. it a different way. Maybe I'll go and see someone else and see if they say the same thing. I mean, it's not productive, right? The, the best way to move forward is to actually do the thing, right? <laughs> Take the action. That's, that's the hard thing is a, a lot of people think that like our, you know, futures are set in stone no. and this is how it's going to turn out. But we like, you've probably, actually, I'm sure you said this before in your in some of your podcasts is it's like that we are actually the creator of what it is that our life is going to turn out to be because we have to make take the action and take the steps like that's the hard thing um and we also have free will so you can you know change things it's like when people come to me and they go am i going to have a a happy life i'm only tuning into where your energy is right now and yes from what i see right now your life is going to be happy but we have free will like tomorrow you could stab somebody in the eye with a fork you know like i can't like (laughs) that's your choice to do that and clearly you're going to change the outcomes (laughs) of things if you're going to do something silly, you know, in regards to your free will. So it, that's changing the outcome. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. You, look, your, your future is here. It's so good. And then you go, no, I'm not going to do it. Then all right, well, then that's not going to happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. So interesting that you bring up that we've got all these different guides for all these different purposes and 
My goodness. I mean, I, I'm taking from that that it's it's part and part us going, okay, I'm open to whatever help I can get. Yeah. But logically, as my human brain ticks over with that information, it's like, well, why can't they just step in? Like, why can't they just help? I mean, what's the point? It's like supporting someone going, yes, I'll be here for you. But then they go, can, you know, I need a bit of help. And you're like, I'm oh, sorry, I can't. I can't help you. Like, what is the go with that? Why can't we get more help from our guides? Or are we, you know, is it our brain telling us when? Yeah, we're always, I mean, I, from what I feel is that they are always trying. They're always trying, but it's a matter of whether we listen to those feelings or not. So when you, you know, think about a, a course or something, for example, you might like to do you, that you're like, oh, I would love to do that. Like, I'm so actually excited and lit up about doing that. And then you look at the money and you go, oh, don't know if I want to, you know, spend that money in the, in that particular area. But then you then you end up disappointed that you actually didn't do it. Yeah. Those good feelings and that excitement, the goosebumps you got, yeah. the the good gut feeling. I believe that that's them blurring like here, like the, you're feeling. This is how we can tell you that this is the right step to take. But yeah. us as humans, we forget that that's actually, or we don't realize that that's actually them trying to give us the right. You know, when you feel excited about something, that's the way to go. Yes, there's fear there because you're like, oh, that's scary. What if it's not worth the money? But if you feel that excitement, you're meant to do it for that particular reason. Um, you know, and unfortunately, they don't care that much about money. Like, I know that that's like it. <laughs> that's a thing that we have to worry about. But if there's a way that you can do it, um, you know, without sending yourself bankrupt, you <laughs> usually it means that's the way to go. So they are always trying. It's just that we don't necessarily recognize the signs. Yeah. Um, you know, when you see things like angel numbers, even like, you know, oh, the yeah. numbers on your phone and people are like, what does this mean? And I go, well, what are you thinking about every time you see this? They're, oh, I was thinking about, should I be leaving my job? You know, like, and, and yeah. should I be doing this new thing? There's this new job that I want to, you know, this career path that I want to take. And I'm like, that is, <laughs> every time you think about that and you see a sign, you know, like put those two together and they're like, oh, you know, and then, I, you know, we'll get the feedback. Hey, I left my job. I went and um, tried this new thing and it's actually been the best thing, you know, that I've ever done. So I do feel like they are always trying. It's just um, many of us don't recognize. But once you start recognizing yeah. is when you get quicker at taking the action and um, things can snowball in a good way because you're like, oh, I know that's a sign. I'm just going to do it. And you stop thinking as much, you know, too so far into things. And then people's lives like completely change around like once they actually become in tune with it. In tune, totally. I think if you are open to seeing the signs as well, it's yeah. going to happen. I had someone tell me yesterday that they had, seen a grasshopper four times in the last however much like and one even just like jumped on their foot like how can you not pay attention especially I'm like well I don't think I've ever seen a grasshopper before like just randomly hanging around I mean at least not where we are um and and, and she looked up the spirit animal meaning yeah. something about new beginnings and and all of that kind of stuff and yeah. um you know she's saying well there is actually job prospects coming up and it's oh, like well that yeah. cannot be more <laughs> obvious right I know. but you yeah. know you could easily just walk past the old grasshopper and just not think twice about it or see the time or the one 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 or whatever yeah. it is and yeah. 
not think twice about it. It's, it's, it's a difference between that and then being open and going, all right, well, just show me whatever it is. Well, you were saying earlier, like you, you tell, um, you know, your students to, to look for signs. I mean, what, what does that even entail as well? Like what, what is the process of looking for a sign yourself? Like, you know. Yeah. So I sometimes say, you know, I, I, I would like to know that I'm on the right path in regards to this. Um, and it's actually really crazy. I'm not saying this happens all the time, but I've said before, like, um, there's this opportunity that's come up. If it's the right thing for me and I'll make it, I'm not telling you to make it hard, but especially yeah. if, if this is your first connection with your guides, don't make it hard. Yeah. <laughs> the, the connection has to build, but I've been like, show me a turtle. If this is something that's supposed to happen, I'm like, where are they going to get a turtle from? Like, they're not going to get a turtle. I just, I specifically need to know, and this was a little bit earlier on in my journey. Now I don't need that, you know, hard fact, you know, evidence. But at the time I was like, I need to see turtle. Um, Give it, I think it was literally like the next day, um, my daughter came running down the stairs with this pair of turtle clip-on earrings. Um, And she's like, mom, mom, turtle, turtle, turtle. I I really need to wear these turtle earrings today. I need to put them on. Um, For some reason, I've been obsessed with turtles like today. And I was like, you are kidding me. She hasn't picked up these earrings for like a year and a half. And then this morning she wakes up with a sudden urge to find these, you know, turtle earrings and then put them on. And I was like, okay, well, that's not what I expected, but clearly there's no turtles in my area. (laughs) This is is like the closest way that you could get it to me. And of course I took up the opportunity and it worked out. So I was like, thank you. (laughs) That is crazy. And that's, that brings up a good point too. Yeah. You've got to be open. If you put a, something to a sign you've got yeah. to be open to seeing it in any which yeah. way it could be a letterhead it could be exactly. a, um, yeah. a f- scrolling and see a post about a turtle or something yeah. I, I, I think yeah. that happened to a friend of mine actually something about a blue butterfly like show me a blue butterfly and it ended up being like a post yeah. that she scrolled past but you know if she was expecting to see a physical blue butterfly somewhere which would be very unlikely yeah. <laughs> Just, only at the zoo yeah, exactly. On a nature safari all of a sudden. Being open because they're going to do the best with what they've got to work with, you know, like they're not going to conjure up a turtle from 50 miles away that's going to walk and end up on your door. Like it's going to be a little bit hard that up way. in the wind yeah, <laughs> there <exactly>. you go <laughs> well that would be you know almost immediately run out the door and do the thing that you said you were going to do if that happened but <laughs> that's funny um oh my gosh that's so crazy and so like with everything else that you've got going on June as well because I know that you are a um, beautiful support empathic souls you know you run master classes you do um you know you've got your cards club as well someone who loves a bit of cards and everything do you incorporate cards into your readings or work intuitively and yeah so generally um what I do with my readings is I sort of let the information just come through as it wants to come through first um, so that I'm not relying on the cards to um, to give me the information. Yeah. Uh, but some people are harder to read. So sometimes it's, <laughs> I'm glad yeah. I have the cards there. People that aren't as open are a bit harder to read. And then at the end, I will um, pull a few cards just to, it's just like a nice little way to um, like tie the reading up in a bow. <laughs> and so often the cards are exactly um, on on par with everything that's just come out. And it's just confirming all those messages. But people like to have a physical thing 
um, that they can see and then also, um, you know, remember what that message is by looking at the card. Awesome. Oh my goodness. I'm not going to lie. We just had a little bit of a technical glitch. So if it sounds weird, like we've just sort of cut things in half, <laughs> we'll go with that. Anyways, let's just take the cue from the universe, June. It has been such a pleasure. I'm just going to have to re-listen to this episode again and again. And um, yeah, learning all about spirit guides and all the juiciness that we've gone through. Before we let you go, please let us know, June, even though it'll be in the show notes, where can we find you? What's going on? What have you got available for everyone? First of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm like super, super honoured to be able to be on this amazing podcast. Um, and probably the easiest place you can find me on, um, you can find all my things is at junemac.com, so the actual website. And I run masterclasses and workshops um, in person and online. I do one, I do psychic um, mentoring one-on-one and of course I've got my readings. So without going into all the detail of all of them, but they start as the small readings and go up to um, up to about an hour and 15 minutes, depending on what you're after. So thank you. I'm so appreciative. Yeah. Oh, and you've also got your Enchantress Circle community as yeah. well. That's yeah. another good thing. So my, yeah, free Facebook group, um, the Enchantress Circle there are all the woo-woo ladies or, or a few couple of men in there as well. And if you're looking, if you're just, no matter what level of spirituality you're at, jump in there. There's amazing people of all different abilities. So if you're looking, you know, like for a animal whisperer <laughs> or whatever it is, I'm sure you will find probably someone who at least knows somebody along those lines. So it's a really good, um, you know, community to, if you want to connect with other people that are into this type of stuff. Yeah, Megan yes. has also done a workshop in there for me as well, by the way. Oh my gosh, I so did. Yeah, yeah it was awesome. <laughs> there is, there's plenty of workshops in there on all different topics. And I know I've found a few people that caught my interest in there too. So thank you for running that as well, June. <laughs> all righty. Well, I mean, these are the kind of things as I always sort of sum things up with, you know, knowing, loving and accepting yourself. And when we do no love and accept ourselves. We get to embrace the magic. That is us. That is you understanding all of this intuitive stuff. And as we've now learnt in the podcast, seeing the signs, being open, working with your guides, nothing can be more magic than that. So thank you, June. And thank you guys. I will speak to you next time. I'm Megan Jean, and from the bottom of my heart, I truly thank you for joining me on the Empath, Intuitive, Heart-Driven Podcast. You can find me at www.meganjean.com, and I'm known as at Ms. Megan Jean on all social media. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, review, share. It's going to help other people just like you find this beautiful, healing, energetic container. I look forward to speaking with you next time. Until then, embrace the magic that is you.